Welcome to the official Cryptids Anomalies and the Paranormal Society's podcast. I'm your host, Barnaby, and you're listening to Whispers from the Dark. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Whispers from the Dark. I am your host, Barnaby, and uh, we are gearing up for the 100th episode here of Cryptids Anomalies and the Paranormal Society's Whispers from the Dark. All right, guys, we got a couple things to get to here right off the bat. Of course, we have our brand new series on the Trail of Undiscovered Beasts, which is currently airing on Paraflix. If you go to our website, click on the Parafix Parafix, Paraflix link and uh, use the promo code CAPS10, you can get 10% off your first three months of Paraflix. So go ahead and get that rolling. Up next, you guys, if you haven't checked out our website, we have merchandise. We have everything you could ever want from t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, magnets, stickers, mugs, tote bags, tank tops, pillows, pins, all kinds of stuff on there. And uh, you can get any of our shows from Undiscovered Beasts to Monday Morning Monsters, our generic Caps t-shirts, and a whole lot more. So go check that out. And as long as you're online, make sure you go to all of our social media platforms. We are Wisconsin Caps on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Patreon. And you can find Whispers from the Dark and Monday Morning Monsters wherever you find podcasts and WI Caps on Instagram. All these links are on our website at wisconsincaps.com. And of course, we want to tell you, I would love to tell you all about our newest project, ghost lab project but unfortunately we can't tell you much about that yet it is something that we have in the works uh coming this spring if you want to know all about it head on over to our patreon page uh because a lot of that is going to be exclusively on patreon our first coming up event this spring is going to be the frogman festival and uh, that is in mason ohio in march uh, the Hagood Mill is in March as well in South Carolina, East Tennessee in April. Uh, the Ohio Bigfoot Conference in May, Hodag Heritage Festival in May, uh, Small Town Monsters Festival also I believe is in, oh no, I think that one's in June. I think that one's in June. And then that brings us to the Marinette Menominee Bigfoot and Paranormal Convention, June 9th and 10th in Marinette, Wisconsin. This is going to be a huge event. The CAPS team is giving a big presentation on paranormal activity in Menominee, Wisconsin, including the Menominee Curse and a bunch of investigations in downtown Menominee, Michigan. So that is really cool. We have a lot of stuff and uh, we're looking forward to announcing our final speaker coming up in the couple next weeks. And then we are heading to Upper Michigan to Sault Ste. Marie for Paracon in August and back to South Carolina in September. And then the Great Lakes Paranormal Conference in Glen Beulah, Wisconsin, September 22nd through the 24th. There's a huge lineup of speakers for this event. Make sure that you get your tickets and come on out and check that out. All right, that was a lot of talking. I'm done now. <laughs> so now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to bring on our guests for this week. They are new members of the CAPS team. They are part of the CAPS Academy class. Welcome to the show, Robert and Jennifer. How are you guys doing? Good. good. How are you doing, Barnaby? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for coming on today. Not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah. All right. I'm here. You guys, 
You guys are uh, podcast virgins here, huh? Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad we could pop that for you. <laughs> so, first of all, let's let's start with Robert. Robert, tell us a little bit about yourself and what your interests are. Uh, well, I'm originally from Dodge County, the Beaver Dam area. Um, let's see here. Graduated high school in 2008 in Menasha, Wisconsin. And I currently live in New Holstein, Kalamak County. I see. Very cool. And uh, what, what got you into all this weird paranormal and Bigfooty stuff? Well, it's been a long time interest of mine. And I've always wanted to, you know, start um, start a paranormal group or join a group and, you know, and go out and, and look for and investigate this stuff because it's just always been a passion of mine. I've always been curious about this stuff and since middle school I've always you know since I never fit in with normal kids if you want to say I've always been drawn to like especially in the library I've always been drawn to like books on the paranormal this and that and you know and, and ever since then that's been you know it's been a lifelong passion passion of mine so yeah very yeah. cool yeah well, Jennifer tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got wrapped up in all this <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm actually from Random Lake, Wisconsin, so, but I didn't, I got into it a little bit, but mostly I started getting more into it because of him right here, Robert next to me, so it didn't get as much as I used to be, but after him, I started getting into a lot more, so. She's slowly got into the ghost hunting, the paranormal, and then I got her into the cryptids, the Bigfoot stuff, ever since we started meeting up with and getting together with uh, Jabba Chojin, which, of course, you know. So so now she's fully, you know, fully invested. So, <laughs> Well, that's good. So, once, once it gets in your blood, it's hard to get back out, you know. Exactly, you got that, uh, exactly that original uh thing bites you you know whatever it is that's that's out there it gets oh, in yeah. you and yep. uh you you have this this need to find out more and every yes. time that you have one question answered it seems like 500 more pop up and it's it's just it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling so yep. or you just need to try and go out and do it and i'm like yep i got to do it i want to after the feeling i've had a few times a little bit I need to do it. I'm like, uh, yeah. see what I can do again. See what the feeling I get if it's different. You know what's really cool is you just did your, um, you just came out with your um, latest uh, episode at the Grand Opera House. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was only two years ago that us and our friend Tammy, who I was supposed to start a, a paranormal investigation team with, but unfortunately, because, you know, she's being a mom and she's married, so she, she doesn't really have time to a whole lot of time to go out and investigate. But anyway, the three of us actually investigated at the Grand Grand Opera House in Oshkosh a couple of years ago, and I met, had the yes, I had the feeling of my hair getting touched. You're in the theater Ooh. area where your friend Barbara <laughs> had her hair mess um messed with, and so did I. Yep, I had to tell her that right away after I finished watching your your episode. Nice. I so. had that feeling. He was on the opposite side, and then. Tammy and I were on one side, and my hair got touched and everything. Both two times already that we we're on that side. So you were you were in the same area that Barbara was too. They were her and our 
and our friend Tammy were sitting in one of those booths, you know. So I was sitting by myself on the other side, and, and her and Tammy were sitting on the opposite side, on the right-hand side. And so I'm sitting by myself trying to communicate with whoever, trying to come sit next to me and uh, let themselves, you know, make themselves known. And the whole time while I'm sitting there, sitting there trying to make, make contact, they were getting a lot of activity. Especially I was because I got it. <laughs> so it, it appears that whoever was there with us was uh, pretty curious about this person right here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's really cool. That is that is really interesting that you know you have those those two coinciding things like that. So let's let's talk a little bit more little bit more about the opera house. Um, what else did you guys have happen there? Did you have any experiences with the lights? No, we actually did not experience a whole lot. We did investigate in the basement, the the dressing room area where you guys were with Derek, where you did that little experiment where you blindfolded yourself. What yep, was the name of that room? Yeah, well, yeah. what was the name of that room? That would have been the uh, dressing room number two or the large dressing room. I think so. Yeah. I think that was it. Yes, we were definitely in there. We didn't get – we. Were, our friend Tammy did use the spirit box, but unfortunately we didn't get no voices or nothing. So but we, we did investigate the whole area. And other than the theory area, we didn't, you know, investigate. We didn't get a whole lot of activity. But we were told about the the phantom dog that's been seen on on, yeah. on the theater – on the stage – which was pretty interesting. We were and yeah. And when we were in the theater, we saw actually she got a picture, a good amount of the 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 woman in the white dress. Yeah, up on the balcony where you guys were, you know. Mm -hmm. So our friend Tammy has the SLS camera. So I I happened to take some pictures, and I noticed in the back on the uh, on the soundstage on the glass, it looked like a woman. It could be pareidolia. But it looks like a woman wearing one of those those nineteen those eighteen hundreds. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Those the bonnets, dress. The dress. Hmm. So I don't know if this is the, the woman that people are talking or supposedly they see up there. I'll have to send you that photo because it's it's rather interesting. But it looks like a woman looking down on us. That's very cool. Very yeah. Cool. Yeah. We we had the thermal running all night uh, on the stage up in that area, and we didn't catch yeah. anything anything like cold spots or anything through the whole thing. I kind of skimmed through it, but uh, yeah. But look, but it looked like you guys got more activity than we did. With the lights turning off and on. Supposedly, the I think it's in the episode. We were told that the team that had just come in the week prior had those same events. Really, with the the stage light and the piano light coming on. So, but uh, the thing with us though, we we only paid, we were only there for like four hours, so we couldn't stay for a whole lot for like the whole night. So that's a, that's what talked about it. Yeah, I think we were there for like four or six. We weren't there much longer than that. Okay, so. yeah. So yeah, fortunately that when we were there, we yeah we didn't. Uh, but still, it was a good experience either way to be there and try and see what we could do. So and then. You know, it's a good. It was a good learning experience for her to, you know. <laughs> I'm glad that she's, uh, you know, learning and getting into it. And surprisingly, she didn't freak out or nothing. Nope. So was the, that your first uh, paranormal outing? For for us too, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my first um, investigation was with my friend Tammy, with a, a group, a team that she was with, she was in that no longer, that she's no longer a part of because the lead invest, the one of the members of 
that group took the team from beneath her. And so now she want now she supposedly I'm going to help her. Well, I, we were anyway going to start our own uh, team, but unfortunately, because, you know, being a parent, she, she hasn't had a whole lot of time to, you know, go out and do it. So, but anyway, the first place that I investigated was at the USS Cobia in Mantuak at the Maritime mm -hmm. Museum. I don't know if you've investigated there yet, yet at all. I have not. I have not uh, done any boat investigating. How was that? It was pretty awesome. We got we got access to the whole submarine, so it's uh, another place to definitely check out. Mm. Yep. yep, pretty interesting. Didn't get what a whole lot. Of... Well, I was going to ask you what kind of activity you got. We didn't get a whole lot of activity, but um, my friend Tammy brought her son, her one of her kids, along, and supposedly he captured a possible apparition on one of his photographs of yeah one of the spirits that we think we were communicating communicating with so it was rather interesting so and then on, on that submarine you probably could because it's pretty big a little bit so yeah we were there we were there from like eight till midnight eight or eight eight to eleven so again we were there obviously for um like for quite a while so obviously the tour guide was there so we had to you know make sure you know just keep an eye on the place so we couldn't invent, there was no, we couldn't investigate the, the museum itself, but, you know, it was the submarine. So, yeah, that was my first, first time, my first ghost hunt. Yep. So what is, what is it like being inside of a submarine? Is it really claustrophobic? I feel like, I feel like going into a submarine would be like inside of a tin can, very small, a lot of compact yeah, stuff. If it you go down in the, like in the basement areas, it can be very um, claustrophobic. So... You, you do it when you're when you're walking around in the submarine. You gotta make sure you duck a lot because otherwise you can easily. <laughs> <easily. laughs> if you that's, know what I mean. That's not something I'm good at. If you've seen any of yeah. our shows. <laughs> no, in a submarine you really need to. I've been in one. Yeah, you need to really watch, and they'll tell you watch and duck. And some people still don't listen. And no, it is tight quarters. Especially when you walk around in the dark, you you constantly gotta you know keep an eye on your head. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when we were at Bean Snappers a couple years ago, and we were down in the basement. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds like a good place for to to send Derek to investigate. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he would be perfect. Being so short, yeah, for Absolutely. sure. He could fit perfectly. <laughs> perfect. I think he he keeps up uh, talking about some. I don't know if it's a submarine or something, but there's there's one that he wanted to go investigate. I'm not sure if that's that one, but. Um, he has he has this whole list of places that he wants to go, but uh, there's only well, so much Mantua, time. Well, not that far from Final Rock, so it, it could be oh. it, possibly. So where where else have you have you gone before uh, the whole uh, academy stuff? What's that? What do you mean? Where where else have you investigated? What else have you done? Um, well, we also did the Sheboygan Asylum a couple years oh. ago for the public um, public tour and investigation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we were we were there from like seven, seven or eight. So no, we were actually did the eleven to two a.m. Yeah, eleven to two a.m. Yep, and that was rather interesting. So there's one of the, we were one of the places that we ended up at was and somewhere in the basement area. There's a room where supposedly there's a spirit of a man that resides that only who doesn't like men, who 
like he only showed himself to women apparently. And he did. And she was, and uh, again, I guess I, guess I didn't feel it. I didn't have no experiences, but I for, felt coldness, and I felt him there, right next to me a little bit, and I had another woman next to me too. So, yeah. We were also <laughs> in the part of the basement. If you watch, if you've seen the show Destination Fear. I, I've been to the Sheboygan Asylum, so. Okay, in the basement where they captured the, where a photograph of the Shadow Manson scene. Okay. So we were all. Is that is that down in the tunnels? Yes. Yeah. The area with all the big pipes. Yeah. Okay. That was the creepiest yeah. place when we were down there. Yeah, they say the Shadow Man, the Shadow Man uh, resides down there, and he doesn't like being his, he doesn't like his picture being taken. So, um, mm -hmm. and anyway, we were down there, and some of the mem some of the people were doing a, um, the spirit box. And they were getting, they were getting, apparently they were getting voices of, of a male voice saying, don't do that. Because certain people try to take pictures and it seems as, it seems this entity, this spirit was warning everybody to not take pictures because that's, that's what they say is that this shadow person, shadow man doesn't like to be, get his pictures taken. And he's about seven feet tall. So he's pretty tall. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Out of all the rooms in Sheboygan Asylum, I think that was the creepiest for us. Uh, we ended up down in the boiler room. Did you guys get to go do that one? I think we did. Um, okay. We didn't get that much action, but I think when we were definitely, when we switched and went upstairs, because you put a few things of your stuff, and also and there was that one room that kept going off one of the hallways that we were at on the third floor i believe we were sitting we had i had some of my equipment set up at my laser grid and one of the investigators had their rem pod set up in one of the rooms and it kept going off as we were in the hallway so it appears that something in that room was causing the rem pod so and we heard a lot of foot well we heard possible footsteps and we heard like a lot of like shuffling this and that but that rem pod kept going off like crazy every time she asked a question or said stop and it would and then she asked another thing and no matter what it just it kept, yeah, going, kept, kept going, off. going off and there was nobody in that room no the whole time there's no electricity or nothing for it to be going off so it's and then back in the basement area when we were that's where we first ended up at there's people that said they had seen shadows so i obviously i didn't see anything so who knows there was a couple of girls. There was a couple of girls on the on the tour that claimed where they were psychic or sensitive, so they supposedly felt felt things. So, I've heard a lot of stories of people that have gone there. Besides our group, uh, it was myself and uh, Nico and my mom okay. <clears throat> went back in. Uh, I think it was 2019. We actually were there, and um, we had some experiences. And I know a lot of uh, a few other people had experiences in. Um, I think they call it the chapel. It's uh, okay. uh, like a school room with a lot of like yeah. uh, paintings on the wall of like sailboats okay. and sunsets and sunrises and stuff. Did you, okay. did you have any experiences in that area? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Okay. No. When we were down. Mainly... The... Yeah. Cause also with the chapel a little bit too around there, they had the also close to it. They had the handprints of everybody yep. that was down there yep. and all this stuff. But yeah, yeah. Yep. that's where also too the little girl. It was the little girl and stuff, and she tried to put something for a toy for the little girl or to play with, and 
kind of nothing, but yeah, it was the chapel. We were kind of all in there, and but still, we got to see the handprints and then all the other things that were on the wall and stuff. And one yeah. thing about that place too is for anybody watching, just so you know, there are certain areas of the building you're not allowed to take pictures or any videos because uh, they got a lot of antiques in the building, so um, they get a lot of break-ins like they did a uh, year or two ago. So yeah, so they're pretty strict. There's a lot of rules you got to follow in that place. And no filming at all, unless yep. it's a, I, I guess they, they let you film now if it's a, um, a monitor camera, like security cameras or something, but yep. uh, no walking around filming. So yeah, yep. that was, they, that's why we've never done an episode from there because we, we couldn't film. So the place is, the place is awesome to investigate, but they do, they do tend to charge a lot for investigating there. So, but that's a big place it, though. It is very big. It is very good place to go and check out, definitely. And I told people, and when I told her, like, obviously told told her, I could easily spend the night in that place. <laughs> yes, you could. I could easily sleep in that basement. Have my best my equipment set up. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> little noise, little noises here and there doesn't creep me out or nothing. <laughs> I guess I guess while we're here, I should promote this since I'm part of it. Uh, back to the Great Lakes Paranormal Conference here. Uh, the the guy running it also does the Sheboygan Asylum, and uh, during Friday and Saturday night, you can come out and take the Sheboygan Asylum tours with okay. some of the people on uh, speaking there, and I will be one of the guests running the tours there. So I know myself and Tobias Wayland and I think Lyle Blackburn and uh, Adam Barry will be there. So different different ones of the people, the presenters, including myself, will be leading different expeditions on Friday and Saturday night. So you can go to their website and uh, or on Facebook and get information and tickets for that. So Sheboygan. Yeah, we're we're definitely planning on making. We are definitely planning on going to that because I live right near but near Auckland Beale. So because I do a lot of obviously I do a lot of hiking at the um greenbush area mm. the kettle moraine so yeah we do uh and we're planning on coming to the one in june we are going mm -hmm. to the um monster fest in canton ohio in june so yes Mary and Nami. i am and the marinette bigfoot the marinette bigfoot convention i am tr i will try to make it to that i can't promise <laughs> you I will, I will i'll be there awesome <laughs> because I do want to meet obviously Chad Lewis, but I also want to meet, love to meet Christopher Noel because I got a few of his books and I finished mm. and I just finished reading one of them, so his books are rather interesting. Definitely, definitely interesting guy. A lot of people who aren't familiar with Christopher Noel does a lot of really cool research and um, yeah. a very unique perspective on Bigfoot and the topic. And he's going to be an amazing speaker. Yeah. And uh, I, I really want to talk about our our other speaker there, and I can't yet. But uh, I, okay. I've said this on other shows before, so I'm going to say it again. Uh, he is a television personality that has not been at any other convention. Oh, really? So, okay. So this is going to love... be the first time that he's going to be at a convention, but we can't announce it because he hasn't sent us his promotional stuff yet. So he has agreed to come. He's going to be there, but just waiting for some last just minute can't. stuff. And... Just can't announce it yet. <laughs> just can't announce it yet. So hopefully soon. And uh, for anybody listening, if you want to go to the VIPs, you have to get your tickets uh, by May for the Marinette Menominee Bigfoot Paranormal Convention because uh, of the dinner. We have to have a final count for that uh, by May. So okay. all the information is on our website, wisconsincaps.com. 
Okay. So my plan is I'm trying to find a bunch of people to get together and not only go to that convention, but also do a camping trip up to Mountain because I know you've had mm. um, a lot of experiences up there. And I know, there, I know you said there was a, a sighting up there not too long ago, too. So I World definitely want to try. Yep. And, I definitely want to get up there and do some exploring up there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. yeah. plan anyway. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's yeah. let's talk about a little bit. I don't I don't know how much you can talk about because I mean this isn't our thing. But uh, you guys have gone out with Jay Bachochin. Yes. Oh yeah. So you guys have had some experiences down in the uh, southern Kettle Marine. Can you talk about yeah. any of that stuff? Yeah, we can. <laughs> a lot of it's try- a lot of it's, it's got to be like you know if we can both remember a lot of it. I remember most okay. of it. So. Um, I remember the a lot of the howls. Big time. I've heard a lot of those, and especially when we did a nighttime one, that's when I heard it and didn't realize it was that. Two summers ago, when we met up with Jay, we were at at an area where it's a clearing where um, he captured on his uh, night vision binoculars a mist that appeared to walk by the um, night vision binoculars, and whatever it was, it never came back. So, him and I tried to. he tried to debunk it, see if it's anything that could be anything natural. I thought maybe because, you know, at nighttime, especially out in the woods, the grass gets wet. So I thought maybe mm-hmm. if condensation, if that would do, if that would maybe cause that. But whatever it was, it never came back. So then again, we were in an area where there's been a lot of Bigfoot sightings and other strange phenomena. So, of course, obviously, at that time, she was having a lot of problems with her legs. So... She was in a lot of pain, so we had to walk back to his vehicle, and that's when a lot of, a lot of the other weird stuff that we experienced, and of course the howl that we I three heard. of us heard. Yeah. Well, what what what, uh, what did it sound like? How loud was it? What uh, what do you think it was? At first, I thought it was an owl, but it sounded more like a not a coyote, maybe like a dog. Like uh, um, like a, it was a very long, like uh, like a banshee. Uh, if you watch Jay's new documentary, though, it's it's in this documentary too. But I still think maybe it was an owl. But according to Jay, he was one. He's one hundred percent convinced it was from a Bigfoot. So, and this was as this was as we were walking back to his vehicle and. The whole time when we were walking back to the vehicle, we had we kept hearing what sounded like something was in in the woods, was following, following us. us, like something was escorting us us out of there. Hmm. It was rather rather interesting. So, I did a Facebook live a lot on the way back, and I asked Jay, "Do you think if he thinks that the Sasquatch can understand us?" And he says he believes they can. So I tried talking with him, allowed him know that we're just out here being respectful and trying to, you know, be, you know, trying to make, you know, just be respectful and trying to learn from them, this and that. We, we meet them, we meet them no harm or, you know, so, um, yeah, it was, it was a rather interesting, very weird, weird night, but believe, but surprisingly more weird stuff happened when we, after he dropped us off back at our campsite, we were camping at the Ottawa state park. Something really, something weird happened to me, as she went to 
she went to sleep. I was yep. still up by myself for quite a while. So as I was getting ready to go lay, go lay down, I took uh, I took the fire out and put some was uh, putting stuff away in her car. And next thing you know, I hear something hit the table, the picnic table, and it, it was a rock. <laughs> now, now remind you, all the campers around around us were asleep, so it sounded like somebody threw a rock, was trying to throw a rock at me and hit the picnic table. And there are only trees. That's it. Above him is trees. Nothing else. But yeah. And then when I woke up and I went to check, I looked at the ground. Yeah, sure enough, there was a rock right on the... I showed her the rock that... Below the picnic table. I showed her the rock, and it was a pretty good-sized rock. So I don't know... My best guess is maybe it fell from a tree, but then again, what would a rock be doing up in a tree? <laughs> you know true. what I mean? I don't want to. And there was no, there was no leaves or nothing technically, barely on the trees too. There was just branches, no leaves. You know, nothing. It was, so, it was a pretty calm night, so there should be no, nothing fall from down from the trees. So I have no explanation, explanation for that. Yeah. There was, there was a bunch of people camping around us, so. I'm thinking myself if it's I don't if I'm thinking Bigfoot, how would it be a Bigfoot if there's people around us? You know, you know what I mean. So my if it's a if it's a Bigfoot, it's got to be a juvenile, maybe up in the trees, because I've heard the stories of how juveniles like to mess like to mess with people and you know very mischievous. So, but for the most part, I'm thinking rationally. Like, um, could wind knock knock a rock down from a tree? But I don't know. It's 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 weird, it, and this how happened far, as I was. How far that? away from where you were with Jay were you then? Like, do you think it was the same this animal was, that followed you there? That's what I was wondering. But this was quite a while after he dropped us off. We were up for quite a while. We were probably the only campers that were were awake, and then she eventually went to go lay down. So I was up by myself, and then I got pretty tired. So I was like, "All right, I'm getting ready, you're ready to go lay down." I. Right, but um, but how far distance wise? Uh, from where we probably, from where you heard the howl and something was following you to your campsite? How how far away was where that? we were with where we were with Jay? We were near near Eagle. If you know where that that area is, okay, in the Eagle, Wisconsin. Um, so that area right there is where there's been a lot of the main probably about, yeah the main activity of Bigfoot because that whole area is is pretty wooded when it comes to the southern part. Of the kettle moraine so um so how was, far away from that were you <sighs> not quite sure how that is from ottawa no i say 30 minutes 20 30 minutes at least okay. 20 so minutes. quite a way okay we, yeah we're in the dalesman area okay i don't know if you know how, where that is yeah about at least 20 minutes a little bit because we were we we're at the ottawa this one yeah, we were camping at the Ottawa, and where Jay took us was in the main areas of the kettle where he does his research and investigating. So, yeah, yeah that can't, was... can't really say technically where we actually were. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yep. There's certain. No, I was just, I was just wondering, like mile wise, you know, if if you were, you know, like I said, if you guys were being, you know, escorted out by one of these things, and I then something happened at your 20, campsite. Yeah, at least twenty minutes or so. Like I said, we can't really say technically where kind of. Because he doesn't want people to know his yep. spot. Yep. But I would say maybe at least, you know. 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. About that a little bit. And 
yeah, we're re- we're Ottawa is Ottawa. There's two campgrounds in that area. There's there's Pine Woods where we camped this this past year. Pine Woods Campground, which is very wooded, by the way. That's another that's another area that I recommend. Um, and then of course there's Ottawa. So there's two state parks in that area by Dalsman. And of course Dalsman has the old world Wisconsin where they do reenactments and this and that. So very cool. Yeah. All right. We are gonna take a quick break here and we'll be back. We're gonna talk about some of your experiences that you've had with caps. So uh you guys are part of the team now, a part of the academy out there learning with us, and uh we'll get into that right after these messages. Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yowie, Grassman, Skunk Ape, Yahoo, Wild Man, Hairy Man. No matter what you call it, stories of large, upright ape creatures have been reported throughout recorded and oral histories around the world. Here in the United States, though, when you think of these creatures, you probably think of the Pacific Northwest, Washington, Oregon, Northern California, and you would be right. But did you know that Bigfoot has been reported in every state except Hawaii? It's true. Don't worry, we'll be covering all sorts of hairy, scaly, and feathered creatures on this show. But this season, we're going to start out with the ones that are right here in our team's backyard. We're going to focus on Bigfoot in Wisconsin. We're going to travel from the bottom of the state, where a woman had a gourd thrown at her from her own garden, and north to a man who saw one cross the road in front of his vehicle, making our way even further up to a series of howls reported in the night and a trail of frozen footprints in the snow. Hunters, barkeeps, farmers, and auto mechanics all had run-ins with the big guy. So come along and follow the evidence on the trail of the undiscovered beasts. Ah, yes, the Undiscovered Beast on Paraflix streaming platform. It is uh, $3.99 a month and about $30 a year. If you go to our website, you can get uh, 10% off your first three months with promo code CAPS10. And you can see our show and Finding J and Finding J2 by Jay Bachochin are now both streaming on Paraflix as well. So go check those out. And we are talking with Robert and Jennifer of CAPS Academy. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. So your first experience, we got to we gotta get into this here. Uh, you yep. guys are going to be in quite a bit of the CAP stuff coming up here. Um, you guys came out to, uh, well, first of all, the first thing that we're going to see is probably the most recent thing that, that we've done with you. Uh, in March, our second episode of this season comes out. And it is the episode from the Northern Kettle Moraine unit. Yep. So uh, let's let's get into that a little bit and talk about uh, okay. me and Derek. Me and Derek came out and uh, went for a pretty long hike with you guys that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> a lot started... longer than we thought it would. <laughs> yeah, it, it could have been a lot longer than what it was, though. But uh... <laughs> yeah, but that was a heck of a time, though. We certainly was <laughs> a blast out there. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. It was a good time. Uh, so we had, we saw a couple like uh, what we what we could consider as stick structures, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. And uh, we had that one 
really big one in the back. For sure, yes, it was very big. It was. There yeah. is no. So all I can say is, there is no way that's natural. Somebody yeah. or something made that. And I think you agree too. Oh yeah. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Obviously, we don't know much about Bigfoot, but what we can say is, it's not natural. Something, something intelligent with hands, put those together. That's what my best. That's what I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited. I've I've obviously seen it in person and you've already seen it and, and Jennifer and Derek as well. But uh I'm I'm really excited to see and get some feedback on this from our, our viewers and stuff. And and this I believe comes out in March. Um okay. it's it's slated. I think it's the end of March is when this episode's gonna air and um on our YouTube channel. And gotcha. um but it it is a large structure, whatever it is. And uh, as you said, it's definitely looks like it was made by, by something. Yep. Um, and we, we get totally into this. I mean, I think there's about 20 minutes of the episode dedicated just to that structure and, and showing you, I mean, we were there for, I think our, hour and a half just at that at structure. Least, yeah. At least just, we were all just walking around it. Oh, trying yeah. To... Just walking around, trying to figure it out here and there going from one side to another. And then we went, back around again and should I look for any any uh, scat or any footprints and we literally checked it all out the whole thing what's what, hair, what hair samples or footprints or any sign of humans yeah. there and then boot that's prints what I, or, or trash or anything yeah yeah and there was no trash or nothing so it definitely wasn't what Derek thought it would be it was a hobo <laughs> i i thought about leaving that in the episode but it was too much to leave in for just a joke it was, um, uh, well, let, let's go over this <laughs> so so we have this comment just out of the blue about um well well who could have made this and i make a comment about a hobo having constructed this thing and Derek goes on this whole tangent about how a hobo isn't strong enough to bend this tree over because there's in in the structure there's this like bent over tree a whole tree yeah. and it's yeah. probably about three three and a half inch diameter tree and Derek is dead convinced that a hobo could not bend over this tree so yeah, we, it was a hobo <laughs> We go around this the the structure several times, you know, doing all of our thing. And I, I say to Derek, you know, when we're done with this, I'll show you. I'll prove it. There's a tree over there. I'll show you. And I walked over. I grabbed the tree. I pulled it down with one hand and showed him, look, could a hobo do this? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It was very entertaining. I mean, you would have had to been there. But uh, oh, we were laughing. We were laughing the whole time we were. We were hiking and on our way out of there. It was like we could not, I could not, there was no way I could not keep bringing it up. It was just, it was funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> so, just kept bringing up hobo, hobo. And remind everybody too, that was our, this was our first time. Oh, well, we met up with Barnaby before, but this was our first time actually, actually meeting with, with Derek. Yeah. Some, so, <laughs> <laughs> so the first time that we met you guys was up in Mountain, Wisconsin. Uh, no, the, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, yep. yep, the Bigfoot meet and greet, yep. Yep, that was the, when we were first starting our Mountain Wisconsin research, we met up there, yep. and then I think the next time was, uh, well, it was Bean Snappers. Bean Snappers, yep. yep. And then after that was uh, the Menominee Marinette Convention. 
Yep. 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 And then then we get into uh, uh, the UFO episode and the uh, the other the Dundee area. Uh, yep. The uh, Bigfoot one that we we're just talking about. So, but you had yep. you had pretty much met everyone on the team at that point. Yeah, except it took us a while to meet Derek. Cause like every time we met up with you, or it was always you and Ma, or maybe Ethan, but Derek was never around. <laughs> Ethan, Luke, Barbara, Resnick, you've met all them. Yeah, until I finally met up. Yeah, with Derek finally. Well, I know you got like other members of the team, but it was always yes. just just you and Ma and Ethan. Yeah. But finally, we got to meet Derek, so that's 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 awesome. <laughs> Derek, for everybody listening, Derek does not drive, so Derek has to be taken everywhere, and Derek lives well, south. Unfortunately, so if I'm, we don't, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm the same way. I don't drive, so I I kind of sometimes have to rely on her too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So anytime that we go north on any of our investigations, Mountain, Wisconsin, and uh, Menominee, Marinette, and everywhere that you had met up with us, that's all north, so Derek doesn't do any of that stuff. You would have had to come down to the Milwaukee Paranormal Convention, because he usually comes to that one. So mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> so I, I got to ask, what, what are you... Uh, Derek doesn't listen to this podcast. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pretend he doesn't. What, 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 how does your, uh, your uh, first meeting of Derek... Ah, uh, it was a blast. It's a blast, you know. It's like the guy. <laughs> one thing about Derek, he likes to talk. That's for sure. <laughs> he can talk your ear off, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, especially yep. when, when I'm kind of looking to see what you guys are looking for. <laughs> I can't because he or he's talking like. <laughs> I'm trying to look. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that you and him are actually the same height because Derek is, you know, he's a short guy. Yeah, so... I know. I was surprised on that too. <laughs> about the same height, almost. Mm-hmm. I do remember the, the shortest one of the team. Yeah, I remember your your yours and Derek's conversation when I think we were on the way out of there. You were talking about how much how you're not really into the paranormal as much as he is, and then Derek was was like giving you kind of give you crap, like, well, why did you why did you add paranormal to the name of 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 the team? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember what your I don't remember what your response was. What did you What did you say to him? Well, it's 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 encompassing everything. The whole point of caps is to encompass, you know, the cryptids, the anomalies, and the paranormal. Right. Well, you're more you're more about the crypt the cryptids, and he's more about the paranormal. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. I I do mostly cryptids, but I do I do paranormal. I do everything, obviously, because I I gotta edit it and I gotta run all the stuff. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had enough paranormal experiences in my days already that uh, <laughs> I I know there's something more out there. But uh, yeah. I, I believe it. Yeah. You know, when we found that, uh, the one part on the trail, we were right next to the restrooms. Uh, we found that bulletin board and there was a, <laughs> they had a, um, um, it said something, said something about they were going to do a Bigfoot expedition out there and you had your, put your card there. Did you, did you ever do a follow up with them guys? I didn't put my card there. No. Well, you put your cart, your caps, um, business card on that, on that board, didn't you? Oh. No, no. We actually sent Res down there to that, okay. Which you will see on the episode. So you actually, okay. we actually sent Res to the the Bigfoot expedition, and uh, he actually got down there and and did the whole hike with them and everything. So, well, I know That's you the, want, I know you want, you wanted to get out there too and do it too. I did, uh, but the reason why I sent Res was I actually was filming for the UFO episode up in uh, Elmwood, Wisconsin, that same weekend. Ah, uh, okay, so, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Which again, you are part of that episode coming up as well. 
Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not used to being on. I'm not used to being on camera. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. You uh, you got to come out to. Uh, we did some filming at the um, UFO days. Yeah. Yep. Benson's. Yeah. Yep. Benson's. Yeah. yeah the so Benson's hideaway. Uh, the the Bill for... Benson celebration, which was hosted by his daughter, and she was, she was very surprised how much, how much. Uh, a lot of people showed up for it, and so she's talking about reopening this year. So, really? if, if she opens up, if she opens up this year, we're planning on going back because, you know, because yeah. two years in a row we camped at Long Lake, and then this year we want to go try out Mothy Lake. So, yeah. well, you have to keep me abridged on that because I have not seen any of that online. In fact, even the this year's or this past year's uh, one that we went to, I didn't see much info on either. So, if you see okay. anything, let me know about that. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely, because all I've seen right now is that the opening for the boats has been open. That's it, really. Nothing about the building or anything. So, yeah, once we know more, we'll let you know. Because, yeah, we're hoping that she actually does continue it. So, in case you're wondering why our screen is very dark, it's because my phone is actually about to die. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll to the end here, so... <laughs> For some reason, uh, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get this on my laptop, so I, yeah, this <laughs> something I'm, something I have, I'm gonna have to get used to. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Very cool. There you go. Now it's all lit up. <laughs> yeah, it's on my laptop. Can <laughs> <laughs> make his laptop lighter. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, we got one more thing to cover here uh, for the. Um, Bean Snappers. You guys got to come out and do the paranormal tour and investigation of yep. Bean Snappers, which is going to also be coming out uh, later this year. We are introducing a brand new series on Paraflix. I think it is going to be Spirits of Macville. And uh, it is all of our investigations and research and stuff that we've done at the Bean Snapper building or Gainer's Tavern. So what, awesome. uh, you guys got to come out and check that out. What did you think of Bean Snappers? It's very cool. I'm, I was actually surprised how kind of small it is on the outside. Mm -hmm. I was expecting it to be a really big building, but mm -hmm. you know, it's doing um, that and then yeah, having also been across from the cemetery, it was definitely for me. It was a good experience, a little bit definitely. For it's interesting how uh, we didn't get really get a whole lot. You guys had some interactions on the uh, were the dancers dance. Hey. Yeah, actually, when I was on the when I was on the stage. <laughs> well, so it is. We we really didn't get a whole lot of activity until we got down into the base into the basement. You know, we started hearing some knocking. Weren't you there the night of uh, Michael? And, yes. And, yeah. Uh, Madison. Yeah. That was yeah. That was the best night that we've had. That's Michael what I said. was freaking amazing. Had... It was, and Ma Ma was still upstairs, and we heard that knocking on the ceiling, and you guys thought it was me. You know, mm -hmm. And I said, no, it wasn't me, but it was right above my head, though. So I, I know there was, there, was a one, there was a one time that Ma did do it, you know, and we asked her, Ma, is that you? And she said, yeah, because we can hear her upstairs, upstairs moving around. So, but we mm -hmm. got good amount on the stage, too, when, yeah, Maggie and I, or we went on the stage and a few times, her, mm -hmm. both of us, and, yeah, when we went on the stage, I remember that amount. Yep, yep. <laughs> It was pretty funny when me and Mike were way, were way in the back down in the basement and him and I were talking and then you guys, and of course, you Barnaby were like, hey, 
Hey, uh, you guys can exchange numbers later on or whatever, whatever you said. <laughs> yeah. You guys are just down there chatting away. And I'm like, yo, exchange numbers later. We're here to investigate. <laughs> I remember that. That was pretty oh, yeah. funny. <laughs> but yeah, I think we got pretty good, especially in that one room too, where, you know, the back room or anything from the stage and. Yeah, it just seemed like we you know most of the activity we all experienced was in was in the basement. Some of some of the sounds and everything. It just it definitely seemed like whatever if if anything or anyone was trying to communicate with us, it was definitely you know it was Or in that area kinda in the area corner upstairs from the stage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was because also I tried to sit with Ma and stuff and we're on the opposite side of us where there was Maggie tried to you know, sit and she was getting she was getting a lot more action. Ma- uh, Madison. Yeah, Madison was getting a lot more action over there on one side. <laughs> like crazy. And then Mike was, you know, having a blast. You know, talking with them, talking with the spirits on his what was, what was he talking. He kept having interactions with with whatever on his one of his devices, and mm-hmm. it seemed like he was getting a lot more, you know, inter- interactions and yeah, more more than we did. <laughs> It just depends. Every night there's different stuff going on there. We have never had a tour without activity, though. Really? hmm Oh, we definitely got it. Has there, <laughs> has there anybody actually seen an apparition there? I have. Um, I don't know if anyone's ever reported one on an investigation. Okay. We've seen some shadow people on yes, the, I know, the but... investigations. Okay. Um, typically, if you sit back in the VIP rooms and you look out towards the two exit signs, okay, uh, right by that half wall, we usually see like shadows moving back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Well, this past this last investigation we had out there, we uh, myself and Ruby followed uh, followed with our eyes um, a shadow entity that started um, would be if you're you're looking down the stage toward the VIPs. He started out over on the uh, the right side by the, the big VIP room and then okay. moved over to the women's bathroom and okay. then came up behind Ruby by that half wall. And then I saw the shadow uh, in the reflection of the um, neon logo okay. on the wall. I saw the reflection cross behind Ruby to behind me. And okay. then I felt like somebody had their hands on my shoulders. Okay. And uh, then um, the other people that were on the tour came down from upstairs and uh, it, everything stopped. But it was pretty intense there for a little while. We were following them for probably 15, 20 minutes of just this dark feeling as this thing moved around the room. And that was our last our last investigation out there. So. Wow. Very nice. You, yeah. You're definitely going to have to keep me updated or all, all of us updated on uh, when, you, when you guys are um available for public tours investigations this and that because we definitely want to get back there you know as soon as possible definitely yeah, we're, awesome. we are looking at doing another uh actual maps investigation there there's a few things that our team wants to try uh, out to public so Barney, I think, uh, phone sign. all right man. Phone sign. <laughs> <laughs> sorry man all right guys well it was awesome talking to you and i will uh catch you later and uh we'll see you next time guys <laughs> Oh, well, 
they're they're frozen there. So it looks like that's all we're gonna get out of Robert and Jennifer tonight. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoy their stories, and uh, you can definitely check them out in March on our new episode of uh, our YouTube series, Caps Road Trip. And uh, you'll see them both as well in our upcoming UFO documentary this summer. And they'll be in Spirits of Macville. So they are just coming up in our team. And uh, we'll we'll catch up more with them later. So, uh, guys, until next time, I'm your host, Barnaby. And uh, we'll see you out there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Whispers from the Dark. To find out more about cryptids, anomalies, and the Paranormal Society, visit us at our website at wisconsincaps.com that's wisconsincaps.com there you can find links to all of our social media facebook youtube twitter instagram tiktok and our patreon you will see links to our online store as well where you can get t-shirts dvds and more if you click on the public events page you can find out where you can meet us in person and all the public events we have coming up if you enjoy our podcasts or our YouTube shows, please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Wisconsin Caps. There you can find behind-the-scenes pictures and videos from all of our media, as well as bonus footage and evidence that we have collected. If you have encountered something you can't explain, we want to hear from you. Visit our website and click on Submit a Report on our main screen. You can choose to leave your contact information or simply remain anonymous. You can also reach us via email at wisconsincaps at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, please contact us on our Whispers from the Dark podcast page on Facebook. Or send us an email at wisconsincaps.com. Remember to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen or watch or find us.